Hello and welcome to Gamepathy Podcast. Uh, my name is Lori. I'm your host, and this is a podcast special. So you won't be able to find it anywhere else, but only on Gamepathy Podcast. Because today I have a guest here with me, not with me here in the studio directly, of course, but in the virtual studio, um, Mr. Dan Stansev from the UK. And the reason uh, behind this idea that I invite Dan to this talk was that I was also um, uh, invited by him uh, recently to his podcast. And we talked and we find really, really a common ground uh, regarding raising our children, as he is also uh, a dad, a father of two, 14 and four. So he knows more than I do. Uh, obviously. Um, and we also talked about uh, parenting and parenting patterns and mindset of parents. And yeah, this is where we are uh, at right now. Uh, and I really would like to welcome you, Dan, and I'm happy that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting and being on your show. It's a pleasure. So um, we, were, we were basically talking in our, um, in our free time regarding education systems and, and parenting, and I know, uh, especially nowadays, if you have you know, um, an older child who is attending school, he or she need to stay at home probably because of the lockdown situation, what we face uh, in, in the whole world right now. Um, so what are your experiences as a dad regarding the educational system which is changing right now? So what I think about the educational system at the moment being locked down, if I understand the question, yes. is I think it, it depends on the mindset of the parents. Some parents, for them it's a disaster because they are not owners of their emotions and they quarrel with their partner and they feel like they are in prison and stuck at home and they have problems. But there are other parents who see that as an opportunity that they don't need to travel to work, that they can focus on their family and they can focus on their children. So it's all about your mindset, whether you see it as a, in a positive way or in a negative way. And from here we can start, everyone can start by forming their own mindset from now on and changing their parenting patterns from the parenting patterns they've received from their parents. So it's an inner work of each parent to see this either as a challenge or as a problem. Okay. And uh, um, what would you suggest to parents who are saying like, oh, I have problem with my kids, but I really would like to change, and I, but I don't know where to start. What would you tell those parents? I would, <clears throat> I would tell those parents to start being emotionally conscious about what they're doing, about how they feel when their child is not happy and not react, but hold, the, hold down the reaction and speak in a, from a place of love instead of a place of a emotional stress. So basically learn to control. This is the key, learn to control. And that, that happens with lots of learning. And you need to love to learn. You shouldn't, in order to be in that place, you should start learning and evolving and changing constantly. Don't see every day as the same day. Don't be the same person every day because it's another day lost. That means constantly changing yourself because you can't change your child. You can't change how they're going to behave. You can't change the, their peers, how they're going to behave or your, para, or your parents, what they did or, or your your partner, what she's doing or he's doing, you can change only what, how you react and how you feel and how you perceive. So that's the first point. Yeah, absolutely. So you're saying like, if you want to change the behavior of your kid, you need to change the behavior uh, of yourself, basically. So it's a transformational process where, which starts at, uh, at evolving uh, ourselves as a parents and as a person as a human being right that's correct because it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you tell your child what not to do for example tell your teenager you shouldn't smoke and in the same time you're smoking 
So what you're doing in that case, you need to lead by example. And you can only lead by example if you are really doing it. Otherwise, they're not going to trust you and there's not going to be any connection. Right, right, right. That's, that's so important, I think, for, for each and everyone. Like, even if you are not yet a parent, uh, but you will become one one day or if you are already a parent and you are you know at the end of your knowledge because i also see and read uh, a lot of times and i also get messages that that i don't know what to do i have tried this i have tried that nothing is working the kid it doesn't doesn't listen to me and i i'm of course i'm losing my temper and yeah so so sooner or later somehow as i can see um parents are are giving up that that kind of approach to to change their behaviors and uh, not to react um, re, um basically on on their emotions um and i do know as you also know that it takes a lot of time and practice to control our emotions but what would you tell those parents who are you know at the edge of their knowledge and uh, they are at the edge of of basically everything so those parents that are at the age of uh, at the edge of everything i should i'm i can suggest is uh, maybe change their food because the food is the key of how you feel because uh, and not only the foods reduce the amount of toxins you take because this poisons your liver and the liver if you have a toxic liver it's connected with your temper and bad manners and you're not able to control your emotions hold so on have... for a second whoa you're telling yeah. me that in mm. order if i want to change myself and in order to you know control my emotions better and in order to become a better person, first I need to change what I'm consuming, right? Yeah, that's true, that's true. So for example, if you drink tap water, yeah. you know what you have in the tap water. We have uh, um, lots of lots of toxic things put in the water in order not to be poisonous. It's like they, this is what they tell us. And where those toxins end, they end up in the liver. Mm -hmm. uh, if, you, if you eat, let's say, eggs for example lots of eggs every day eggs every day eggs they feed the bacteria and the viruses no matter if they're free range that gets also into the liver if you eat for lunch for dinner meat it puts lots of pressure on your on your system as well it gets into your liver so by consuming raw vegetables and fruits you help your immune system you help your liver and of course, you can investigate how to detox your liver. What's the best for it? In Chinese medicine, they connect anger with liver. So if you want to be more relaxed, first thing is change your diet. Okay. I can hear already uh, the, the silent voices who are listening right now to this podcast. Like, oh my God, here we go. Another guru who is telling me what to eat and how to eat. But uh, dear listener... This is not the case here, right? Uh, we are not telling you what to do. We are just, you know, talking to dads just basically on fire and, and talking about. But I'm really curious about, like, let's say if I'm a person, if I'm a dad, as I am, and I really would like to change. And you say I should start with uh, changing uh, what, I'm, what I'm eating, basically, and changing what I'm drinking right? So what would you suggest if I'm totally new to this genre to, to, to changing food and, yes. and stuff like this? What should be the very first step? I would suggest start small and don't have big expectations. And if you fail, don't be too hard on you. Just start again because it's difficult because it's been like an eating pattern for years, for decades. So the first thing, the most important thing is when you wake up is to fill your body with water, 700 milliliters of hot water and half lemon juice squeezed. This helps your liver 
start working and detox. And dehydration and chronic dehydration, it's, it's the key that kills your liver. So stay, stay on water and start with hot lemon water and lemon juice. The next thing is, if you can, if you can reduce coffee intake only to the mornings. And if you remove it, it will be even better because coffee takes out all your, all your minerals and vitamins. And uh, it overuses your adrenal glands, which actually puts lots of pressure on your liver as well. And the next thing is uh, stop eggs. You can keep on meat. Meat is okay. Meat is much better than eggs, but remove the eggs. And then you start learning more and more and more. And right. each second week, make one little step, one little step. Don't do everything quickly and then just, <laughs> oh, it's not for me. It's not for me. Okay. And then when you see the results, when you see the results, you'll be happier. Okay. So basically, basically you're telling me that start a day uh, with, uh, with a cup of tea without any tea bag. No, just water, no tea, water. But, yeah, but you, you said hot water, right? Yes, 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 yes. So it's basically, basically almost tea without any tea bag inside there. Because it it's just a bit, lemon. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit different because if you drink water with tea, it's not water. It's, uh, it's food. Right. Yeah. And if you want to, and then your body uses energy to get the water out of the tea and you need just pure tea and when you have the lemon it's acidic and it's beneficial for uh, for the liver so basically focus on liver detox that's that's the most important organ in your body okay liver detox right gotcha um usually i drink two times a day an espresso so you say i should i should really decrease this at only to one or just leave it totally out from my daily routine, right? Do you have any alternative suggestions what I can have instead of coffee to wake me up? And this is not before I go-go, right? Uh, to, to wake you up is, uh, is the what, hot water with lemon. In the beginning, there is nothing like coffee because it's like an addiction. It, it raises, it, it produces more adrenaline, adrenal, and then that's why you feel you feel uh, you feel high. Right. So the first one, two weeks, it will be a bit difficult, but it's worth it because after you stop coffee, first reduce and then stop, it will be a different. You'll be a different person. This is what I've seen from other people, and you can replace it with licorice, uh, with um, dandelion. Uh -huh. yeah? uh -huh. So there is something made from dandelion roots which tastes exactly like coffee, but it's not. And dandelion is another thing that's good for the liver. So you can research it. And then they sell it in every organic shop. All right. And, and um, from here on, from here on, you'll be a bit more relaxed. You won't have those anxious thoughts that much. And of course, you'll be a good parent. And the next thing is when, you in a, when you are in a stressful situation, because... Uh, we, that, that was the question, yeah, and it wasn't about food and, <laughs> and things. And partially, a, just yeah. partially. And when, then if you are in a stressful situation, it's good when you start monitoring your emotions. Okay. So monitor the emotions. Do they come from love or they come from hate and anger and fear? And then... Just practice, practice monitoring your thoughts, monitoring your emotions, monitoring your thoughts, and then decide how to react. Right. Uh, I, I, would, I would also suggest to add here some journaling as well. It's, uh, yes. it's, right? it's also important not only to, um, you know, um, to check our emotions and from where they are coming from, but also to, to record it somehow. And, and to write it down. And writing, handwriting, is a really powerful tool. Uh, sadly, we are tending to forget how to write with our bare hands and, of course, with a pen. But I, I really also, uh, and you're nodding the, your head as well, and, and I know we can agree totally on this, is journaling 
is also something which you should definitely do as a parent if you are about to, you know, to, let's say, to change. And, and that shouldn't be something what you promise for yourself to New Year, right? Because Christmas is at the corner, New, New Year is at the corner almost. And, and this should start right now, I think. But let, let's move on. So you say, you say uh, first we need to change um, our food small steps, right? Uh, second, we need to, con um, you know, just check our emotions from where do they come from, whether to, from love, from point of love, from point of hate. Uh, I added to do some journaling as well. What would be the next step? What would you suggest to, to somebody who, who is really on the path of change? I would say about emotions, check your negative emotions that come very often to you. For example, it could be anger. Yeah, it could right. be anger. Your kid is doing something, you become angry. Your partner is doing something, you become angry. Or your boss is doing something, you become angry. And then first, because before the emotion come, it, there is a thought that creates the emotion. Right. Write down, write down the five to ten thoughts that make you angry. Write them down and then start listening for those thoughts. And then after that, write down the five, ten things you are doing after you have that emotion and monitor when you're going to do them. So if you catch the thought before it has become an emotion and just send it away or replace it with the opposite, it's a good, very good and powerful technique. Yeah, that's that's so true. Again, uh, um, additional what I would suggest here: uh, our thoughts are generated mostly uh, from our past experiences. So, so our thoughts um, rely, so to speak, on on something which happened to us in the past. Uh, for instance, if we had, you know, if we have a um, a, a bossy boss right? Um, and we had also some meetings with him or her uh, in the past, which ended up really badly. And you know that you're going to face uh, again a meeting uh, with, that, with that boss in the upcoming hour. Then, then you start to think because your thoughts, you know, just, just start to, to, to overwhelm you. And those thoughts are coming from your past experiences. And th then your, your brain, your thoughts are sending physical symptoms to your body which and also emotions it will it will create also emotions this this is because uh, you're feeling frustrated right before the meeting begins this is why you can feel uh that your stomach is burning right before you start the meeting i'm just you know telling here the example but you get the point here of diana my uh, and myself like you know search your feelings and your thoughts as well right yes 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 especially the thoughts because they are the basis of everything okay is there anything else what you could uh, uh give away as as a, as a starting package so to speak for parents who who really would like to change so change your food watch your emotions do some journaling yes i, I can continue like that for maybe an hour and continue. <laughs> okay. we can continue with start doing some breathing exercises because true breathing true breathing about between 70 and 90 percent of the toxins are released from our body and we are not we are not breathing properly we are breathing with the upper part of the lungs and we have forgotten to use the lower part of the lungs so when we when we breathe deeply and how do we breathe with the full full lung is yeah. when we move the lower the lower part of the uh, of our belly, then the solar plexus, then the chest, and then the shoulders. This is a full breath with the whole lung. And if we do it for, if we have never done it, if we do it just for two minutes, we can feel dizzy. And now you know we know that we haven't been breathing at all properly. Right, right. Children when they are born. When they're born, they're breathing deeply. They're breathing like long breaths, breathing, breathe out. But now we do shallow breaths. So when we are stressed, we are breathing shallow. And if you want to change that quickly, 
do three, four deep breaths, uh, and then you see, you feel the change. Exactly. Uh, right. Right. That's that's so powerful exercise, and and it's funny because when we when we are born, basically we are we are uh, breathing from from basically our from our belly, right? So we are yes. using using our full lung capacity, almost our full lung capacity when we are babies. And, and just as you said, we forget to breathe. Of course, if you are an actor, uh, this breathing is also taught you. Like if you are going to an acting school, that, that kind of breathing is also taught to you. Like how you can, uh, you know, quickly breathe in as much air as you just can. And if you're a professional singer or if you're going to a singing class, it's the same because uh, those kind of people, those artists um, are need to use their full length capacity, right? And, um, and just as you said, in it, dear ladies and dear gentlemen, guys, this might sound silly, but just bear with us for a second, right? Because when you really take three deep breaths, right? You feel calmer. You absolutely feel calmer because your, your stress level is decreased. And, and it's not just because like uh, Diane is doing it and it's working for him or, or I'm doing it and it's working for, no, it's working for everyone. Yeah, uh, with that being said, with taking some deep breaths, right? Uh, I, I would also ask you, but I, it's quite an obvious question, like, like you do some meditation, basically, in the mornings, right? Are you doing some meditations, Dan? Yes, yes, I'm doing, I'm doing uh, either in the morning, in my lunch break, or in the evening, and sometimes I do it twice. Do it twice, and it's really helpful because uh, when I started, so I started meditating a long time ago, then I stopped, and then I started again in April, and I do it almost every day. And since I started doing it in April, uh, I, I wanted to stop drinking alcohol at all, so no alcohol, but I couldn't. So I just, I was drinking maybe one, two beers every one, two days, and, but it's still drinking. Yeah. For me, it's still drinking. Right. And I wanted to remove that as well. And when I started breath, uh, meditating, that uh, kind of addiction to me disappeared. The need to drink disappeared with the start of meditation. The first day I started meditation, the need to go to the store and buy one beer disappeared. So I've never, I haven't been drinking since April till now. So it's really, really effective. And you're going to say how to start, how to start. You're reading my mind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how to start. Uh, there is one app. I started with one app. It's called One Giant Mind. You download this app and it's basically what the guy is asking is sit comfortably and repeat in your mind for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, the more is the better. Just, they say the mantra Aham, which in Sanskrit means I am. It's nothing dangerous. Just repeating the same word again and again in your mind. And in this way, because lots of other thoughts will come, what happens is each thought that come, and then you put your mind back to the Aham sound, Meaning like every time you want to light a cigarette, you stop it. Every time you want to buy a, a drink, you stop it. It's like uh, rejecting, rejecting your addictions to thinking. And it's really, really powerful. It makes you calmer as well. It makes you um, have a clearer mind. And it takes practice. You need to do it for 40 days every day. And then you see the full result. That's that's with everything. Don't just start with the water with lemon five days and then stop. You need to do it every day for the rest of your life if you want to be the better version of yourself. It needs to be your habits. Yeah, exactly. That that's the key word. Like to to uh, to create a new habit. But I do understand for those who are listening to this, uh, that might sound scary. Like, 
for for this long <clears throat> i have done this i have drank coffee four times a day and now you're a guy is telling me on a podcast that i should stop and instead i just simply drink uh lemon juice basically uh, with with hot water uh but but it's so hard and i'm i'm, I'm so scared so here is my next question to you is what made you to to change so uh, first it's not uh, if like, if you can say it's uh, not lemon juice it's water hot water and half squeezed lemon it's not like uh, you you squeeze five six lemons okay it's just, sorry sorry it's, for that sorry for that and thank you for the correction <laughs> yeah yeah j just that thing and what made me change uh i think my start to change happened in 2008 so it's been a long long journey i've been ups and downs i've done wrong things i've done good things and it was although they're not wrong and good it's just experiences our mind makes them good or wrong right. uh, it happened it happened um, when my father had a stroke in 2008 Mm -hmm. And then I went there into a very bad one-year experience. And after that one year, I discovered my mother bought two books. One. one of the books is The Silva Method. And the other book is Mind Power by John Kehoe. Silva Method by Jose Silva. And Mind Power by John Kehoe, which taught me that controlling my emotions and my thoughts can have a positive effect on my reality so i started applying this and i saw it was working and then in the same time i i started to look for i wanted to put myself in a situation when i'm like 43 or which i'm close to i'm not going to have a stroke i'm not going to have a heart disease i wanted to be healthy to be able to experience life when i'm 50 60 70 90 100 why not 160 yeah it's because right. now now is the best years when you become like 40 50 you have the good experience from life but if you're unhealthy then your focus is somewhere else so yeah. the key to freedom is healthy being healthy so basically you're talking about positive affirmations here right if i understood you correctly uh Positive affirmations, visualization. Right. Visualization and doing that every day. Doing that every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. Consistency is the key, I guess, here. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's the same with coffee. If you drink coffee every day, it's, it's the key. Yeah, you drink coffee every day. If you smoke every day, that's again the key. You smoke every day. And then you have different results on your body. But uh, if, you, if you drink every day in the morning, let's say celery juice, which is one of the best things you can do, it's another thing for the liver and for brain. Hold on for a second. We, so far we have talked about only lemons, right? <laughs> and, and you're dropping in the celery bomb here. Like, yes. like what's, what's, what's the difference? Because I do know celery, like the, 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 the plant, like uh, I do know it because we also use it for, for cooking, but juice it. Yes. Cooking and eating it raw is different when you drink it as a juice in a juice. This is what I found out recently, like maybe a month ago when I started doing it straight away, straight away, I introduced it in my morning routine after the water and lemon 30 minutes after that the water with lemon is absorbed and then i do 450 milliliters of celery juice which actually helps with cleaning the liver it helps getting aluminium and mercury out of your body it uh, removes the membrane of the viruses and the bad cells which is amazing and another thing is it has electrolytes, which goes straight into your brain and it makes you think clearer. So I experienced it on the first, second day, although I think I live super healthy, but this thing changed my life. And I'm, I think I'll be doing it for the rest of my life as well. There we go, dear ladies and the gentlemen. 
the key to a long and happy life, drink celery. On an empty stomach with nothing else and just the juice. Just the juice. Wow. Yes. And no, I don't say it's key. I don't say everything I say it works. Just try it for, try it for one month. Right. And, in, and like you're saying, do journaling. See, write down how you feel. Like I feel emotionally down. Do one week. Write down how you feel emotionally, how your body feels. Right. Do you lose kilos? Uh, how is your digestive system? How is your blood pressure? How is your headache? How is your symptoms? And just test it. Give it a try. It's worth it. Yeah, you don't need to stick to everything. You need, just need to stick to what is working uh, to uh, what is working to you and uh, and with which thing you are resonating with. Um, like if if you don't have uh, good vibes regarding about what you're gonna do, then obviously it won't help you. Like if if Diane says like you should practice like breathing, but <clears throat> As for me, I have asthma uh, and deep breathing is really, really not helping me at all, especially these days when, when we had, for instance, here, uh, we were knocked out with the whole family regarding bronchitis, not COVID, not COVID. <clears throat> it was just, you know, first we were just getting, catching a cold and the daughter uh, brought home something from the kindergarten and she coughed into my face, like from two centimeters. And I was done. And since I have asthma, every like, you know, catching a cold or, or something like this goes right into my upper lungs. And I got, I, I got bronchitis. So every year, at least two times, one in, the, in, in these autumn days and one in, uh, uh, in um, <clears throat> somewhere around February or March. You know, I, I have these this struggles and I do know that you also gave me some recipe, Diane. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> are, are you doing them? Are you doing them? <laughs> no, because uh, honestly, um, one, one of the ingredients, which is uh, ginger, yeah, it's causing me uh, like stomach ache, stomach remove burn. Remove it. Yes, remove stomach. it then. Yeah. Remove it then. Right. So basically, the recipe I said uh, I gave for cough is uh, something I gave from a from Bulgarian healer and from an Indian healer, and I combined them. So the Indian healer he gave me the recipe when you cough, and let's say if you have COVID symptoms, start grated ginger with honey, and the Bulgarian healer was gave me like grated onions and honey. And I combined them together and added the lemon juice and it's, it's, it's been working. But I want to say, I want to say that I had the same issues like you. I had up till 2014, I had a runny nose every winter. And right. then I have the chest infection, like you say. Yeah. And then I go and buy syrup and the syrup helps me to uncough everything that's in the lungs. Yes. In 2014, I stopped eating meat. I became vegetarian and I reduced the intake of dairy. And since then, since then, I've never had anything like any, any, any problem with my lungs. So remove the meat and the dairy. I think the dairy is the problem, the biggest problem. You can leave the meat. The dairy and the eggs are the biggest problems because they create mucus. And this is what gets into the lungs. Basically, that's the, the, toxins created by the food and the body tries to remove them out by coughing and keeping them and and that's the case that's my opinion oh, all right all right well we haven't talked about this but you're you sound like a real professional so i have to ask it are you a doctor no i'm not i'm not a doctor but uh, i don't think being a doctor makes you someone who you should listen to because i've been to doctors i had lots of rashes i had psoriasis and no doctor gave me the key and or how to heal so i'm sorry doctors but i don't trust doctors that have degrees i trust doctors that tell me something 
it works. I trust doctors that tell me the root cause, which is not never the case with any skin problems. And what I've learned out is the skin problem it comes from the liver, toxic liver, because we we remove the toxins in in a couple of ways. Liver is the one thing. If it's too toxic, then it's the kidneys. If it can't digest the kidneys, then you have the the breathing, of course, we mentioned. Then we have the lungs and right. the skin and the skin and skin brushing. Skin brushing. <laughs> is something else good you can do because every 24 hours new skin is created and if you brush the old skin if you don't brush it then your skin cannot release the toxins properly so skin brushing is very good every day if you do it every second day even once a week is good i started doing that recently as well so it's it's a good thing okay for the record if you're a doctor and if you are listening to us Please don't leave the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask the doctors, continue researching, continue learning, because it's not enough what you learn at school. You need to, you need to continue researching and what, what different Indian culture, Chinese culture, all the cultures, they have different ways of healing and combine this with your practice. And then you're going to be super, super good doctor explaining the root cause, not just prescribing medicine. Right. That's so well said. All right. Uh, so we talked about so many things today and I hope you're still with us uh, because I really do find this conversation so interesting and I also can go on and on like for hours. Um, but uh, one thing I really would like to uh, to to move on, and this is also what we touched uh, at the very beginning, uh, and it's this new changed world in which we are living in. So, fr frankly speaking, if we want to change the behavior of our children, we need to you know, lead by example. And in order to lead by example, we, we have to learn by example. So we have to change ourselves in order to become a better version of ourselves. Very well said, yes. Right? Uh, nevertheless, um, currently, you know, um, what many, many parents have, um, you know, an issue is... <clears throat> Regarding, regarding homeschooling. And I'm really curious about uh, not what to do to keep your child busy, but let's play the game of imagination. And let's say we would have influence of the, the, the material, what, what the children are getting. And I'm not talking about only, you know, math and literature and history because those are of course obviously all important but if you could decide um about the, the the topics what the children can learn what would you add or what would you change yes i like i like this question so again let's get back to the liver <laughs> i would like i would like to teach the children the function of the liver and what we do to the liver when we eat cakes, how the disease works. So basically anatomy, how the body works, how to uh, feed our body in a good way so we don't have diseases. And that if they learn that from early age, they'll be conscious what they eat, how they eat, and they'll bring that knowledge to their peers and the parents, and it will make a amazing change. The second thing I would say is, connection with nature, learn to connect with nature, go in nature and start uh, exploring different trees, different herbs, how they work. Let's pick some herbs. Let's make some tea at home. Uh, what's going to happen after that? What's the effect of that herb? Let's listen to the noise in the, in the, in the nature, like mindfulness there. Listen to the leaves listen to the birds, what kind of bird is this? Listen to the river, what is the river singing? Swim in the river, get into the river, look for fishes, look for crabs. What's, what's, what's in nature, how nature, like connection with nature, mindfulness in nature. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, Do some grounding, 
right? Some grounding, yes, barefoot. Barefoot. That's very good yeah. point. Uh, grounding, what happens with grounding, uh, how the body works, um, how co collect leaves, let's say collect leaves. Right. Yeah, right. uh, something else, let's say. See what's, what the kid is passionate about, perhaps planets and astrology, astronomy. Learn about astronomy, learn about astrology. Right. Uh, and in the same process, you learn as well. So you introduce those topics. Learn something you've never learned, but you want to learn like astrology, for example, and learn it together. Uh, the right. key is find what's interested, what the child is interested in. and bring that passion uh, help them help them with that uh, just light the fire about what they're passionate about and i think the key is for the parents is to help the child find their true purpose at an early age most of the people haven't found their true purpose at all so finding the true purpose at an early age it's going to be super beneficial and then help them achieve that purpose and keep focus on that purpose right emotional intelligence emotional intelligence oh, so important so important right so important uh handling money handling money economics oh. how to invest how to invest no one knows how to invest i don't know how to invest i don't know either so if you're somebody who who, who listening to the show right yes. now and you you are really about you know investing stuff and we don't have any money but we really would like love to learn <laughs> love to learn yes. and and i would like to learn i would like to learn in a short concise videos manners not like i don't want to read for for months and spend 250 hours going doing uh, courses i right. want to learn quickly and in, in an easy way and in in the process manner i don't have time to watch two hours videos i'd like to learn for 20 minutes something like that something that's right to the point and how to do it so something else maybe you can add something else as well uh, yeah, just just stepping back to the topic where you were talking about nature, basically, I would I would uh, love to to point out two things. First, um, when you are uh, because you said like learn new things, what your kid is passionate about, and probably you never never learned about those things. This is also uh, one way with which you can create quality family time. Yeah, so, so going out to the nature and uh, teaching your child about something. For instance, I don't know why, don't ask why, I, and I don't know either. But my kid, my four-year-old kid is obsessed with snails. She loves snails. And when, when it was in the summer, we, we went out into our garden and we were looking for snails. And we collected them together and we were putting them like, you know, to a race. Of course, it, it didn't work out that way, but nevertheless, we, we, we spent like one and a half hour to collecting snails and, you know, to, to let them race, like run, run, run. And, and it was so funny and it was so cool. So what I want to say with that is reconnecting with nature, not only yourself, but your child can give you some really, really good quality time. The second thought here, which I would like to add is you said, like, find out the passion of your child. And here I would like to add, like, do not uh, convince the child about your passion. Mm. Because it's one thing that you are, for instance, if you're a dad and you're passionate about cars, right? And, and you start, you know, you go outside and you start, you know, just repairing the engine or something but your kid is not into it but you really would like to show it because you're so into repairing cars and of course the kid should be also passionate about what about daddy is also so passionate it's it's wrong it's totally wrong no hashtag no go right because it's so important that you first observe and learn what your kid is passionate about and ask what would you like to do right this is only what I wa wanted to add regarding this. Yes, yes. Lots of parents, what they've seen is they, they project their unrealized dreams on their children. And 
that's not connecting. Uh, right. It's it's good it's good to know that children don't belong to the parents. They right. the parents don't own their children, and children come here to be our teachers. Not only we are their teachers. Well, so we that, should. That's that's a huge another topic. I would say. Yeah. That's, that's that's because then we are tap, tapping into a little bit. I think of spirituality, as well, right? Um, yes. And that that would be also interesting. And I, and I'm also planning another uh, recording about that kind of spirituality because, uh, yeah, let let's not just go into that topic, right? So, but but yeah, you're okay. yeah, but you're you're totally you're so right. You're so right. Um. So, uh, by back to the original question, like, what would you add to <clears throat> uh, to 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 the topics which is taught to our children? And you mentioned, you know, just you know, reconnecting with nature, um, finding our true purpose, our true passion, uh, what is motivating us. Um, and you said also, like, um, uh, learning how Emo- to invest. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. Um, is is uh, emotional intelligence this this is also what this is, you what this you is said. huge this is huge because yeah. in emotional intelligence we have de- we need to develop it's good to develop the the different skills that that we haven't we have, me myself i have heard about the empathy only a couple of years ago for example yeah and you can have a subject on empathy separate subject on generosity on all those good feelings that are raised in the child and they uh, they create this invisible aura of the person and raises the vibration of the child and it creates a really strong individual in compared to being angry or frustrated or right yeah right that's that's also so so important so important also uh, uh, what i would what i would add here is ethics uh in in general <clears throat> what is ethical and what is not ethical because i think emotional intelligence combined with ethics can prevent uh the kids to become bullies that's true that's true right because that is also an important and huge topic cyberbullying because right now cyberbullying is a thing it's a really important thing because um especially nowadays when our kids have almost only uh the virtual world to to reconnect and connect with their friends and and you know classmates right um cyberbullying is also a topic which is which is burning burning like like hell and if and dear principals or dear i don't know educator ministers if you're listening to this podcast please please consider to to involve emotional intelligence and ethics also into your you know schooling program for the next year like um um if you, if you're looking for some some ideas you can you can contact Diane and myself and we are happy to help you out in, in any other cases as well. Um, that was the commercial part. Um, <clears throat> but nevertheless, um, what, what else? Is there anything else which you would like to add to, to the topics? There, 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 could be, there, could be, there could be some, some many, many other things, for example, that develop creativity. Right. We need to develop creativity of the child. Uh, through uh, music instruments, musical instruments are so key. Right, to play them at an early age or just listen to to them. So I would suggest parents learn a new instrument and play in front of your children. This this develops the brain of yourself and of your child. So learning a new instrument is like a. Um, energy drink for your brain super super powerful another another thing another thing maybe perhaps it's good to learn together a a foreign language foreign language at an early age Uh, what else singing 
singing of course singing dancing uh, proper physical exercise physical exercise like starts to do push-ups from early age um, then playing playing sports of course playing sports playing in team developing to play in team as well and create a really strong strong individual with all those things and helping weaker kids become stronger because it's not good if you if you have a really strong kid and it's it's like a, it's very very uh think he's above all everybody else the kid needs to right. be humble and help <laughs> weaker ones grow that's the key right right that's that's again so true whoa okay um that's that's so really really important and so so interesting to to talk about this kind of uh, of topics um and uh, we are talking almost about an hour um and i i do know that you also have your schedule and and, and need to go um what would your uh closing thoughts uh on on this uh, on this conversation of ours so my closing thoughts are listen to this podcast again <laughs> and pick up the points you want to change in you because if you want to have a good effect on your child you need to be a, the change for your child you need to be the good example you need to lead and uh, speaking is not enough your example is the most beneficial thing for your child and start changing today start small and change every day every next day let's have it this in your mind every next day try to be your better version of yourself and what i'm trying to teach my child is you're not competing against other children you're not competing against me or other people you just compete against yourself every day you need to be better than before and that's a good starting point wow that were some powerful words uh thank you so much then for for accepting my invite here into into the podcast i really loved uh um the way how you think and this is also i think why why we connected for the uh, in at the first uh, for the first and um check out also the comment sections dear listeners because i will link there uh, all the contact details of Diane as well. Uh, so you can, uh, I think you also have a Facebook group. Am I right? Yes, I have, I have a Facebook yeah, yeah, page yeah. And, so, and my personal Facebook. Yeah. yeah, so I will link everything there if you would like to get in touch with Diane or if you would like to join an awesome group of parents, um, then then you can you can have that kind of Facebook group as well. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed a Gamepathy podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. We, I come uh, every week with at least one new episode. And uh, yeah, until the next time, stay awesome, parents. Bye. <laughs>